All right, welcome to another episode of Gin and Truth. I'm the captain of this ship, Robert motherfucking Reed. I got a tumble full of Hendrix, got a mindful of thoughts. Let's go. Let's go. All right, gang, let's jump into this shit. Let's get uh, YouTube up and running. Gang, it is humid as balls. I think it's kicking up some allergies because I'm getting a little stuffy. All right, hold on. We got camera mode. You've already blow up, you ate it. All right, gang, we got the three, the two, the one. YouTube, you are up and running. Gang, I'm sitting here, I'm looking at the books. He's being an asshole. What do you want, Bubba? Seriously. All right, today's call out. Yoinks! If you can remember that, you are my age. But gang, we're going to jump right into this. And this is one of those, it's kind of like fuckface Doug Wilson. You guys remember fuckface Doug Wilson, the Christian apologist? I almost had a stroke live on fucking camera because I'm sitting here reviewing his fucked up ass Christian apologetics bullshit. I can't remember the exact quote, exact quote, the exact quote, but he was making an excuse for God's bad behavior. And it was along the same lines, gang, as quite honestly of, forgive me for saying this, but you guys know I'm keeping it real. Well, I mean, if you didn't want to be raped, I mean, why'd you wear those sexy outfits? And I was like, I, I cannot believe you fucking said that. Gang, that's what the fucker at Sports Wars is like for me. I was on the bike, and his shit was just on my YouTube feed, so I was like, okay. And gang, I'm going to tell you something. I kind of think the title of this uh, uh, section of the show is quite literally, how do you say I'm a racist sack of shit without saying I'm a racist sack of shit? Now, gang, here, here's why this segment is very important. The, the bar for racism in this country is set low. If people can go an entire day without calling a black person a nigger, they do backflips in this country. When you can go an entire day without calling a Vietnamese person a gook, it's like, holy shit, I rocked it out. Our bar for racism is so fucking low that, again, hey, big guy, what makes you a good doggy dad? Well, I didn't kick my dogs across the fucking living room today. It's like, fuck nuts. You're not supposed to. So again, this same thing here. Our bar for racism is so low in this fucking country game. That and again, people like this. If I were to ask this fucker, dude, are you racist? He would be the first person to say, "No, I am not." Now, gang, Jack Del Rio. Some most of y'all don't know who that is. First and foremost, I grew up watching Jack Del Rio play. He was quite the inside linebacker, gang. He really was. And as a coach, he's okay. Gang, Jack Del Rio got hit up with a $100,000 fine for a pop in his jaw. Gang, he earned that fucking fine. But in typical, entitled, white fuckface fashion, you know we got to talk like him, right? The guy over at Sports Wars got really mad because someone who looked a little bit like him finally has to face the consequences for being fucked up. Gang, we're going to let this tape speak for itself. 
Roll the tape. Over the past several years, we have seen... Pause the tape real fast, gang. I want you guys to know something. I was on the bike. I do my best thinking either on the bike or on the shitter. I was at Gold's Gym listening to this, and I lied to you not. And you will see the point where I did it, where he said what he said. I was like, oh, I mean, it shocked me. Roll the tape. Very divisive commentary from the players, from the coaches, from the owners, from the general managers, everyone involved in professional sports and in the woke sports media. As long as you stick to a certain... Balls to tape already. Republican buzzword, woke. Again, anytime they just want to take a talking point and put it down the gutter, they'll attach woke. They'll say Marxist. They'll say socialist. They'll say communist. Don't say SJW. Go fuck yourselves. Roll the tape. Narrative. You're allowed to say anything you want. You're allowed to virtue signal about career criminals being rightfully shot. Pause the tape. That right there. And what you can't see is someone across the screen, her jaw just dropped a little bit. Gang, let me tell you something. Please, by all means, go fuck yourself. This is how you say I am racist without saying the word nigger. You can virtue signal. And again, I'm starting to learn what virtual signaling, virtue signaling is, and it's a little bit of a negative connotation, gang, that you can virtue signal about career criminals being shot. Now, let me tell you something, gang. I, I openly admit where I am weak. I told y'all before, not only do I not know guns, I'm not a policing expert. Like, not at all. But one thing I'm pretty sure I can say is that it is a police officer's job to enforce the law. It's not their job to be a fucking executioner. But again, it's amazing. Again, he's talking about Jacob Blake. He's talking about Floyd. He's talking about all the brothers and sisters who have been snuffed the fuck out. And the first thing, the first thing that conservative media does is find some dirt in that nigger's past. There is nothing about the shit in George Floyd or anyone else's past that had to do with that moment right there. So again, you fucks. Especially him. What is it in your past that we can dig up that makes you execution worthy? Again, I, I'm the last person to sit here and call this slippery slope bullshit. But again, what, where are we going to traffic tickets? You're, well, I mean, what? So again, this whole, what's that? Bad, any, bad. Name, name it. Virtue signaling over the righteous killings of career criminals. The fact is there's so many White folks that are criminals. So they get the pass because they are white. But again, this fucker sitting there again, gang, we're only 23 seconds in and he's about to drop some more bullshit. But that's the part right there that made me gasp. The righteous killing of career criminals. How do you say you're racist? Without saying I'm racist. Roll the tape. Allowed to trash Donald Trump as the president of the United States. You're allowed to kneel during the national yeah. anthem. You're allowed to do all this different social justice protests. Pause the tape. First and foremost, I just belched gang, and that tasted fucking disgusting. Two, everything he said, you're absolutely right, slap nuts. Again, that First Amendment that everyone loves to jerk off to, it goes both ways. He's absolutely right. You are allowed to bash the shit out of the president of the United States. You are allowed to take a knee for the national. All the stuff that he named, you're right. You're actually allowed to do that. The only problem is he doesn't like it. Again, that whole protection of speech and expression, 
It goes both ways. Gang, the easy way to remember the First Amendment, it, it protects the forms of speech and expression that you don't agree with. Roll the tape. Scene, and it's fine, as long as you stick to the narrative. But as soon as any other kind of commentary comes out, all of a sudden, you're not allowed to say that. You shouldn't be allowed to use your platform like that. And now it's come to we're going to fine you if you say something that's outside of the echo chamber. That's what is happening to defensive coordinator for the Washington Commanders, Jack Del Rio. After Jack Del Rio had some Twitter comments where he basically said, it's interesting that we're having all this charade for January 6th, yet for the summer of love, for the tens of billions of dollars worth of damage that were done, for all the lives lost during those riots, no, no investigation, no nothing. Isn't that weird? Pause the tape. Pause the tape. Sports words, please go fuck yourself. Again, Jack Del Rio is allowed to say whatever he wants. He's also allowed to catch that ass whooping because he doesn't work for Jack Del Rio Incorporated. He is an employee, fuck nuts. Now, you want to sit here and compare the riots that we saw during the BLM marches versus January the 6th. You cannot put those two things in the same category. You just can't. Okay, January the 6th, again, was the second insurrection in U.S. history. Dang. The second, the the riots, the protests, yes, the burning down of Bill. I, I, you know, everyone, please go fuck yourself. I remember when I put that shit on on Twitter, and I said, "You fucks, you showed your ass." I, I said it last night. My mom, she told me, "Never show people your weakness; they will use it against you." You know what? She was absolutely right. Black people have been screaming about our lives since we got here in the 1600s. And I remember saying, now I know how important your buildings are. Right? Do you want to talk trade? Those riots and everything else, as destructive as they were, yes, they were. But again, buildings can be replaced. Human life can't. Were destructive, and the fact that it has—it was proven that they were sending agitators in. Oh no! Yeah. So no. you know, he, his comments are so empty and ignorant. In fact, he knows all these. Things. But it still doesn't matter because again, all the, it, whether it was a hundred buildings or a hundred thousand, whether the damage was one million or one billion, it, so. it can all be replaced. And but and the one thing that you guys got to remember. Those riots did not happen because black people were bored on a Tuesday. Again, everyone loves to jerk off to Martin Luther King. You got to understand, he would have given that the thumbs up. He would have. Even he said, looting is the language of the ignored. That, that's where that came from. So again, that, that if, you, if there's a such thing as a righteous riot, again, I'm not giving it the thumbs up, but I understand. Again, I'd rather not kick your ass. I'd much rather buy you a drink. But if you threaten my family, I'm going to beat your ass. I'm not going to enjoy it, but I'm going to do it. Right? Black people were whispering. We were ignored. We spoke up. They told us to pipe down. Right? We kneeled. We, again, so what, what else do we have to do? You cannot compare that to January the 6th. Where entitled fuckfaces tried to overturn an election. So, again, that's just a bad comparison. It's going to be a long tape, gang. Roll it. 
related to that after the media pushed him on it. Jack Del Rio has been fined a hundred thousand dollars. This is fucking disgraceful and disgusting. If you're going to allow some people to use the NFL as a platform to push all the bullshit they want, yet you fine and silence someone over this, it's insane. Commanders called January 6th domestic terrorism fined Jack Del Rio $100,000 for disappointing dust-up comment. You know what? Pause the tape. Pause the tape. Pause the tape. tape. Again, you're going to silence. He's using his platform. You're right. I'm about to belch. I'm not. He used his platform to say what he wanted to say. Now he's paying the consequences. Just like, but you know what? He mean fine a hundred thousand dollars. Colin Kaepernick was blackballed out of the fucking NFL. Who's the snowflake now, bitch? Jack Del Rio is allowed to say what he said. And again, since he does not work for Jack Incorporated, he got his ass put in a sling. Roll the tape has fined the defensive coordinator Jack Del Rio and called the defense of January 6th domestic terrorism. Del Rio caused the commander's heartburn when he called the events a dust-up. The coach later apologized, but that wasn't enough for head coach Ron Rivera. Pause the tape. Okay, let me me tell you something about the words dust-up. Go fuck yourself. That, That is dismissing the severity of the second insurrection on U.S. soil. That their glorious president, because I guarantee he's a Trump supporter, that their glorious president orchestrated and fucking enthusiastically supported. Please go fuck yourself. Calling that a dust up is like calling a, a violent rape a mild misunderstanding on where I'm supposed to put my penis. Right? Oh, oh wait. Okay. It, I misunderstood. So we were just supposed to sit and have a drink. But instead, I violently shoved my penis into your booty hole. Okay, that, that that's just a misunderstanding. No, if you put your hole, put your dick in a hole where you were not invited, you just became a rapist. Then there's no other way to say it to, to to downgrade it as a mere sexual misunderstanding. No, it's a rape. January the sixth was a fucking coup. So to dismiss it as eh, a dust up. As far as I'm concerned, you deserve that ass whooping. Roll the tape. So to be very fucking clear about this, he said that January 6th was a dust up. That's what he said. He didn't endorse a bunch of it. He didn't do anything like that. He said the dust up at the Capitol, and that gets you fined $100,000. You know what? You, you can say whatever you want about Colin Kaepernick, about, oh, blah, blah, blah. He didn't get any chances. Never once was he fined or suspended or anything. For okay, out you know what? He- Pause the tape. We cannot have this discussion. Not that he's looking to talk to me, Robert. You go fuck yourself. Did you guys hear that? That Colin Kaepernick was never fined or suspended? We're not having the same conversation because we're not sharing the same reality. Colin Kaepernick made the mild suggestion that you don't kill black people. You're right. I mean, guess technically he's right. He did not get fined. He got fired. He got blackballed. And he has proof that he was blackballed. So much proof that he sued the NFL for $100 million fucking dollars. So this dude can go fuck himself. Jack Del Rio caught a $100,000 fine, which, by the way, gang, in the NFL, that's an ATM withdrawal. I told you, when you guys see, at least back when I played, 
when you see those contracts worth $12 million, they're being paid out over the season. So that's September, October, November, December, January. Divide $12 million by the weeks in those five months. Every seven days, you're getting a winning lottery ticket. Uh, $100,000 is like me withdrawing 20. You won't miss it. So, to, But to sit here and say that he was treated worse than Colin Kaepernick is just an absolute denial of provable reality. Go fuck yourself. You, you, know, you know, before we roll the tape, you know what this is, gang? This is privilege if I've ever seen it. It's how dare you correct me. I, I've never been corrected before. I've always been able to say what I wanted to say. Do what I want to do. It, it, roll the tape. This motherfucker. Yeah. Yet now we have a coach who is saying something outside of the approved narrative. A hundred grand. Silence is demanded from the woke NFL. Let's read this entire fucking thing, shall we? From the Washington Commanders. They're, they're complete and total cucks just because their name is the Commanders instead of the Redskins like it should be. But okay, anyway. pause it. Take this dude can officially go fuck himself. Again, this is a white dude. Let me tell you guys something. This reminds me of a fucked up ass story from work. Yes, I need to burn that place down. Gang, okay? even as a kid, I did not like the word redskin. It, it, I mean, shut the fuck up. And I told it, and me and this lady were talking about it. Again, this is, and I hate the word, but she's a thin, blonde-haired, blue-eyed, rich white woman. And she legit said, we were talking about the name change before they changed it. She legitimately told me the word Redskin doesn't bother me. It's like, bitch. Yeah, and so again, to sit here and say, oh, the woke people in the NFL, they're cucks because they're the commanders and they should be the Redskins. Gang, this is a white dude. Gang, this is not a debate. Redskin is a dictionary-defined racial slur. Do you know how I know I'm right and how you agree with me? How this fuck agrees with me, how she agrees with however if you were to name a franchise today, you would not call them the Redskins. And sitting there defending, but I, I grew up in there where the Redskins, what seems to be the problem? This is no different than a team being called the uh, Harlem Niggers. And finally, someone's like, yeah, we should probably change that. So let's say that now they're now the Harlem Generals. Right? The, the woke people in the NFL, I mean, I'm a white guy. Why can't we call them the Harlem niggers? I mean, what seems to be the problem? This is the exact same. I, again, how do you say I'm racist without saying I'm racist? If you were to sit this dude down, he'll tell you all about his black friends. I'm the least racist person you know. I almost can't believe he said that out loud. Roll the tape, gang. This morning, I met with Coach Del Rio to express how disappointed I am in his comments. His comments do not reflect the organization's view and are extremely hurtful to our great community. No one would expect it would reflect the organization. It's one individual. As we saw last night in the hearings, what happened on the Capitol was an act of domestic terrorism. A group of citizens attempted to overturn the results. Pause the tape because it was an act of domestic terrorism. This is a... But when you're a racist sack of shit, yes, you can. This, it, again, th this is literally no different. I just bounced. I'm a professional. 
This is literally no different than downplaying a rape by saying it was a mere sexual misunderstanding. Roll the tape. Free and fair election. And as a result, lives were lost and the Capitol building was damaged. Coach Del Rio did apologize, and he understands the distinction between the events of that dark day and peaceful protests, which are a hallmark of our democracy. He has the right to voice his opinion, and it most certainly is his constitutional right. However, words have consequences, and his words hurt a lot of people in our community. These people, I, I have to be very careful. What's the take? Gang. <sighs> Again. This motherfucker. <laughs> again, I, I don't even know where to go with this. This whole, again, this is Republicanism 101, where they take words out of the vernacular, <clears throat> fuck up the definition and throw it back. Right? Offended. Again, all offended means is you hurt my feelings. I have feelings and they can be hurt. Here's the thing, gang. They have a standard for others that they're not willing to practice themselves. Because right now, he's whining like a little bitch. Apparently, his feelings are hurt. If I were to hurt this person, and when he started to bitch and complain, I started to mock him. Oh, oh, what, what? So I found your brother, and I beat the dog shit out of him? So you can feel just a little bit of the pain that you've inflicted on others. And oh, what, what were you offended that I beat your. To sit there and mock other people's hurts. I mean, it as a black man, this pisses me the fuck off. So patriotic. Very patriotic. Again, this roll the tape. Roll to the not tape. use words that I'm not allowed to use on YouTube. Uh, because uh, hold what, on. Ron Rivera, what the in our community. These people, I, I have to be very careful. To not use words that I'm not allowed to use on YouTube. Because what Ron Rivera, what the NFL and all these fucking pussies are acting like, I can't quite say the words I want to say, if you understand my meaning. I'll Pause the tape. I'm going to take advantage of the fact that I don't have tens of thousands and millions of followers. He wants to call him a faggot. I guarantee that's the word that he's currently reaching for. I get Roll the tape. Make it clear. Our organization will not tolerate any equivalency between those who demanded justice in the wake of George Floyd's murder and the acts of those on January 6th who sought to topple our government. As a result, I've decided to fine Del Rio $100,000, which will donate to the Capitol Police Memorial Fund. I feel strongly after our conversation, he'll have a greater understanding of the impact of his language and the values our team stands for. This, I'm really fucking pissed about this because... We have sat here as the NFL has shoved shit down our throats, saying you have to be okay with the NFL players using this platform. We sit there while they literally have social justice activism. They are using NFL funds for social justice activism. Again, pause the tape. We just can't have this conversation. I never thought, gang, and this is why the whole BLM thing just pissed me off. I never thought the mere suggestion, please don't kill black people, would split this country in the fucking half. I told you, I had people at work straight up tell me, I can't watch NFL football anymore. And the reason why? Two words in the back of end zones, end racism. Again, how do you say I hate you without saying I hate you? Let's just finish this tape up. 
every single day. And every single day we have to listen to the mainstream media. One person comes out and says something like so innocuous. He refers to it as a, a dust up at the Capitol. And they get fined $100,000. They're told they cannot say that. You cannot have that opinion. That is not allowed. This is disgusting. Go. Pause the tape. End the tape. I'm going to have a stroke. Then in my words, opinion, we'll find him for sharing that bullshit. He's an asshole. They're everyone in this situation, and go fuck yourself. That right there was five, almost five and a half minutes of white entitlement on display. Let's start off with again. Jack Del Rio got fined $100,000. Jack Del Rio can't afford it. Trust me on that. He's been in the NFL for probably 30 years as a player and a coach. He can afford it. This fuck at Sports Wars, he's mad that he got fined $100,000. And compare that to Colin Kaepernick. So we can look at Colin Kaepernick who was not fined and was not suspended. No, he lost his job. He lost six years worth of earnings because he had this crazy suggestion, don't kill black people. That is white entitlement on display. He's mad because he can't call Native Americans their equivalent of nigger anymore. He called the people who made the change, he called them cucks because they said, you know, I don't think we should use a racial slur to describe the football team anymore. And he's mad about it. Okay, that is not, again, I've always been able to call you a nigger. I've always been able to tell jokes and tell women to go make me a sandwich. Right? I've always been able to tell. It, it's ridiculous. I mean, it's it, it, how dare you not let me hurt you anymore? How dare you stand up for yourself? Again, if you were to ask this asshole, are you racist? He would be the first one to laugh at you and say, no, I'm not. He'll be the first one to tell you, I'm the least racist person you know. So again, let's close this out like this right here, gang. I told y'all before, during the Black Lives Matter protests and everything else and Everyone was calling me and texting me and everything else. True story. Do you know who I never heard from that entire time? My best friend. His silence screamed volumes over the people who called and texted me all day long for like two weeks straight. You want to know why? He's always treated me with love and respect. We've had these conversations before. It was popular. People wore that shit like it was a pair of fashionable jeans. And you'll never guess what. I haven't heard from him since. You know what I have heard from? My best friend. Right? So my, I get my point is, again, it, it, I mean, this really just hurts, this hurts my feelings. It really does. This fucker is mad because as a white dude, he no longer gets to treat people like shit. That's what he just complained about. A white dude got called out on the fucking floor for being a racist, nationalistic sack of shit. And he got fined for it. Because he was supposed to get fined for it. Again, that was just entitlement. It's how dare you make me pay consequences 
for my bad actions. I need a break. I need a refill, gang, because that, that one just really kicked me in my dick harder than what I thought it would. So, gang, thanks to the world's greatest DJ. I'm looking at the clock, and I am pressing up on the 29-minute mark. You know the drill. Say it with me. The weasel is about to be drained. I'm about to freshen up these delicious motherfucking Hendrix. Then I'll be back for part two. Gin and truth. Let's go. Let's get YouTube back up and running, gang. Let's get YouTube back up and running. All right. Low up, you wait. I'm already in camera mode. We got the three, the two, the one. YouTube, you are up and running. Strength of the bear. You guys remember that one? If you remember that one, holy shit, you're a bigger nerd than I am. But, gang, let's jump into the second portion of the day. I'm not sure if this is the big daddy or not. Today's show just may be an all-day sucker. May just sit recording. Gang, it's so hot outside. Like, it's ridiculous. Right? I sweat a lot already, as it is. I had to run some errands before I came home, and I'll be good goddamn. The, the walk from the car, parking lot, into whatever store, I was sweating my balls off. And then right when you just kind of get slightly cool, you walk back outside to get back in your car. Holy shit, it was, it's awful. I'm not leaving this house today. I don't give two shit. It's just oppressive. But gang, the, the next one up, probably not lastly, but not leastly, it started off with a tweet from fuckface Frank Turk. Now, again, you guys know how much I love to hate Fuckface Frank Turk. What I say about apologetics, I stand by. That is a hill I'm willing to die on. And that is, again, no one has ever been converted to Christianity from Christian apologetics. That, that's just impossible. No one sits there and listens to a PhD-educated man, all of a sudden act like he's got TBI and doesn't understand simple topics and discussions and turn around and says, sign me up for 12 of those Jesus notes. Yeah, I need all of that. Christian apologetics is simply there to make people feel good about the bullshit that they believe. Period. End of story. But gang, fuckface Frank Turk put out this stupid-ass tweet and I've seen it before. Celebrate straight pride month. It's natural. It's worked for thousands of years. And it's still the only way, hold on, to naturally make babies woo-hoo. Then, fuckface Frank Turk, so that was the meme. His words above it, if this offends you, then you have a problem with reality, not me. I didn't make the facts up of nature. I'm just admitting them. 
Okay. <clears throat> First and foremost, he can go fuck himself. Secondly, gang, I'm not going to sit here and be lectured about reality from a man who believes that a virgin got pregnant and gave birth to a baby with superpowers. You don't get to lecture me on reality when you think a snake actually talked. You don't get to lecture me on reality when you think the Noah's Ark account is actually real. Okay, he can go fuck himself. Right? I'm not going to take weightlifting advice from someone so weak that they can't do a fucking push-up. So first and foremost, he does not get to sit here and talk about reality. Okay? But again, this is very Christian of him. He, of course, he's digging in on, you know, or on Pride Month. Very Christian of him because he does not take in new information and he does not change. Frank is one of these fuckers who still sits there and thinks that gay people choose to be gay, that God gave them up to a reprobate mind. Frank still is kicking the bullshit that transgender people are sexual predators. And again, let me correct that statement for you there, fuckface. Catholic priests are sexual predators. Again, we have infinitely more robust numbers to show that you will be raped by a man of the cloth than you will a transgender person. But yet we sigh relief, gang. We sigh relief when we see a Catholic priest enter into public space. Again, you've already taken a piss, a shit, and I guarantee you, if you've showered outside your home in a public facility like a Gold's Gym or someplace like that, you've showered and changed next to someone who's transgender. That fucked up ass, whatever the fuck it is, the priest collar, that right there advertises I'm a serial rapist a hell of a lot more than someone being transgender. Please go fuck yourself. But again, it's very frank of him, very Christian of him, not to take in new information, right? So, gang, my response, I retweeted it. The title of my tweet, there is no hate quite like Christian love because I guarantee you, fuckface Frank Turk will turn his monkey ass around and say, this is the most loving message I could possibly give you. That's, that's exactly why we always say there is no hate quite like Christian love. You know, I always used to say that gang, I bullshit you not slave masters. They would legit tell their slaves, this is the best thing for you. Gang, we still have people modern day who believe that people who look like me, my life would be better if I was in servitude. Gang, there have been papers written to say that is my natural state. Part of the problem is that blacks aren't under the thumb of whites. I'm not even close to bullshit. You know what Uncle Bobby's going to tell you to do? Go look that shit up. Problem with Frank is that he thinks this is actual love. That's where, again, that's where the saying comes from. There is no hate quite like Christian love. But gang, there was a response. 
Let's just call this person Fuckface Max Slapnuts. And Fuckface Max Slapnuts responded to my tweet by saying, please don't blame Christians for hate. It comes from most religions. My response to Fuckface Max Slapnuts was, oh, I'm definitely blaming Christians' belief for this kind of hate. For too long, Christianity has been given a pass. It's time for them to step up. Fuckface Max Slapnuts. Christians make up about a third of religious folks. Islam, for instance, is far more severe. Christianity is an easy target and the second easiest religion to troll. My response to Fuckface Max Slapnuts? I've set a reminder to not feel sorry for Christians next Thursday. I live in the South, and Christianity runs this joint. Islamic people don't bang on my doors, but Christians do. Christian beliefs are far game, fair game for criticism. Fuck face back slap nuts. His response, sorry, you have enough problems already. My response, you actually have no idea, but at least one of them isn't being a fucking Gang, let me tell you something why this is an important topic of conversation. Gang, it is like religion is like racism and rape. And by that, I mean, please notice, hold on, about to belch? Am I about to belch? This is a possibility, gang. I just belched! It goes a little something like this. Everyone knows a rape survivor. Nobody ever seems to know a rapist. Gang, everyone knows someone who has been a victim of some sort of racism. But yet, no one ever seems to be the racist, know the racist, or even be related to the racist. Same thing here with religion. Gang, you have never met the one Christian who said, oh, me? Oh, I've got this all fucked up. Oh, I I fucked up the red letters. I'm the world's worst Christian. I don't even know if I am one. You don't know that that person. So again, the three R's. It's no longer reading, writing, arithmetic. It's race. It's rape. It's religion. Again, you know a rapist. You don't know a raper. What? You know a rape survivor, you don't know a rapist. You know someone who's been a victim of racism, you don't know a racist. Every Christian that you fucking talk to is the one Christian who seemed to have gotten it right. You ever notice that? That's why I'm talking about this right here. So when Fuckface Max Slapnut starts us off with, don't blame Christians for hate. Okay, maybe let's take a look here. Let's take a look here. Okay, so it doesn't say, but who knows? Maybe this person is not an American. Let me tell you something there, fuckface back slap nuts. Here in America, especially in the South, Christianity does run this fucking joint. Again, gang, I will pay you $100. Go find all the videos of me critiquing Islam. Any other religion. You know why I don't? They leave me alone. When all these southern states 
pass these ridiculously archaic anti-abortion bills, every single last governor got up and said, this is a victory for God. They were not talking about the Zoroastrian God game. When people stand up and say gay people should not be like, yeah, huh, hey, that, that raggedy bastard who sat, I told y'all a million times, her and her fucked up ass family to join that fucked up ass church group, they had to sign that fucked up ass profession of faith. They had to say, gay people can't get married. Gay, I asked, no, I told her, you are a homophobic person. You know what she told me? No, I'm not. Again, show me the one fucking Christian who says, I'm the one who got it wrong. Again, who do we talk to? I got to be the ecumenical carrot. I need to speak to the manager. Who do I talk to? Which one of you Christians is the one who's fucking this shit up? Because it's not you. It's not that fucker over there. Again, it's like when I when I was a Christian at work. Gang, people would not stop talking to me about the whole God and Jesus thing. Now that people know that I'm an atheist, those exact same people are now the exact same ones to say it's not appropriate to talk about religion at work. Yeah, that's not it. You finally have someone who's not going to sit here and be like, let me get this straight. You mean to tell me you're a grown-ass person in their 50s and you actually believe a virgin got pregnant? What do you want me to say to that? Huh? Now that they're getting kicked back, now it's, oh, it's not appropriate, Robert. It's not appropriate. When I sat there, I can't remember, but maybe about five years ago. And again, it's hard to keep up. It's kind of like, you know, police killings. I can't remember which sex scandal it was coming out of the Catholic Church. But of course, I was going nuts about it. I was like, shut these fuckers the fuck down. What, someone at work stood up and made the proclamation that she was a practicing Catholic. And I was like, hold on. Gang, crickets. No one said a fucking thing. No one said a fucking thing. I've eaten more shit at work for people finding out that I'm an atheist. I've lost friendships because I'm a fucking atheist. This person gets up and pretty much says, I financially support NAMLA. No one said a fucking word. So you know what? I did. I said, I can't believe you're proud to say that out loud. The Catholic Church has been busting booty holes open for centuries. You should be ashamed of yourself. I got called in to my then manager's office, Celeste. And again, we, we always had a very jovial relationship. But then she tried to come down on me like a drill sergeant during boot camp. Right? And straight up said, you need to sign this. You need to sign this disciplinary form. It's off limits, Robert. It's just off limits. There's no excuses. I was like, first and foremost, you can go fuck yourself. And you need to mind your tone. Gonna sit here and talk to me like I'm a fucking fifth grader. Right? Go fuck yourself. <clears throat> but the second thing is like, you can give me my last check right now. I am not gonna be made to be the fucking bad guy in this conversation. I stood up and I spoke against rape, but yet I'm the asshole? I don't think so. So again, my point is again, the lady who said she was a, the, a practicing Catholic, 
she's not even the wrong kind of fucking Christian gang. So if not her, if not Frank Turk, if not you, then who the fuck do I talk to? Our gay brothers and sisters, the LGBTQ plus family members, they're, they're dying. They're being oppressed. And while we're sitting here having these fucked up ass conversation, there, there goes another one. There goes another one. All because of this super duper intense Christian love. And this fucker's going to sit here and say, don't blame Christians. Fucker, who the hell else is there to blame? These are all religious-based initiatives. Again, Christians, this is what you want, whether you realize it or not. Again, let's quote my, my high school football coach. Again, Robert Reed, go fuck yourself. Here I am, that guy, talking about his high school football career. But it was Coach Rutledge who taught us. When you make a choice, whether you realize it or not, you've chosen the end result of that choice. Christians, this is what you want. You want it to be out front. You want everyone to say your name. You want this to be a Christian nation, blah, 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 blah. This is one of the possible outcomes. And that is people disagreeing with you and calling you out for your nonsense. There is nothing in atheism that says hate gay people. Nothing. Despite what all the apologists will tell you, atheism is not a worldview. My atheism speaks to one topic and one topic only. Do you believe in a God? The answer is no. So I'm an atheist. Period in the story. Christianity does say kill gay people. Oh, Robert, that's the Old Testament. Shut the fuck up. Because the New Testament isn't any kinder. The New Testament lists oh, that seven what drunkards, revilers, sexually immoral, blah, 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 all that bullshit. Gay people are on that list. They shall not inherit the kingdom of God. So you know what that means? They get to burn it out. Christians, you have a manual that literally says, throw rocks at gay people until they're dead. So when fuckface Max Slapnut sits here and tells me, don't blame Christians, why not? Do you guys know who Steven Anderson is? America's hate preacher? He is so venomous. He is so disgusting. If I'm not mistaken, if not all, I think maybe five or six of the seven continents he can't step foot on. Any place that accepts valid passports, they will not accept Stephen Anderson's. That is how disgusting he is, gang. I'm not joking. Look it up. This is a man who thinks uh, the government should execute gay people. Do you know what he calls LGBTQ? Let God burn them quickly. Do you know what happens? When you ask Steven Anderson, are you homophobic? He says, no, he's not. Matt Powell, I told you, I tried to interview him, me and Peter. It was the big, one of the biggest shit shows I've ever been a part of. And I told you, when you do these YouTube talks, you always call in about 10, 15 minutes early. So the person who's running it can check the mics and everything else. So you just sit, you make small talk. 
sitting there making small talk with Matt. And, you know, there was a moment of silence. And out of nowhere, he's like, um, are any of you two homos? I was like, okay. Um, that's That's got nothing to do with what we're talking about. So I don't know why you're asking. Why does it, I didn't need to know, are any of you homos? And I was like, Matt, you can't see me. Just so you know, I'm a larger than an average man. And I'm going to say this, I'm going to try to help you out. Do you know what a bear is? He was like, oh, yeah, it walks on all fours. I was like, okay, then you don't know what I'm talking about. All I'm going to tell you is I strongly suggest you just stop asking that out of the blue. Because when he's thinking gay, gang, he's thinking that stereotypical super petite man calls everyone girlfriend and can't make a comment without snapping his fingers. Gang, if you don't know what a bear is, I'm small by bear standards. Bears are big, muscular, hairy guys with a beard that looks like a fucking lumberjack. They are swole. I'm not talking about heavy. I'm talking about muscular. I'm talking about thick, barrel-chested dudes who just so happen to have sex with other. There's a bar here in Austin called the Iron Bear. At 6'3", 240, I'd be the petite guy. Fuck around and go up to a bear and say, are you a homo? You won't get O out before you are twisted in a fucking knot. He'd have your booty hole all up in the air so people can see it. He'd fucking humiliate you. Point is, Matt Powell also thinks gay people should be executed. You want to know why he hung up on me and Peter? Peter told him the truth. Because he's like, we all should live by the King James Bible. It's the perfect Bible, blah, 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 blah. Shut the fuck up. You know what Peter said? King James was gay. You want to know why he told him King James was gay? Because King James was actually gay. He was. Yeah. I don't know what kind of show you're running here, but I don't want any part of it. And he hung up on He thinks gay people should be, these are his words, humanely executed by the government. But if you ask him, are you homophobic? He'll be the first one to say no. So again, when fuckface Max Slapnuts says, please don't blame Christians for religion. Uh, don't, Don't blame Christians for hate. Again, why not? Again, who who do I have to talk to to do to get this point across? Right? To wrap this portion up, gang, because I do want to do one more, and it's actually a good tie-in. Don't let Christians off the hook. Again, keep your hands to yourself. This isn't a call to arms. But what this is, is Christians need to start paying for the power, explaining for the power that they possess. Again, race, religion, Rape. Those are my new three R's. Again, you don't know a rapist. You don't know a racist. And you don't know a Christian who's the one who got it wrong. Again, who who do I have to talk to? This is actually starting to piss me off. I think I'm just in a bad mood today because everything's fucking pissing me the fuck off. right? But again, it's this attitude that hacks me the fuck off. Because again, when people found out I was an atheist at work, 
That conversation they wanted to have on Monday, they didn't want to have it with me on Tuesday, but I forced it. And I said, this, 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 and this, and this. And they'll be like, that, that's not what Jesus said. That's exactly what he said. Right? Well, the person who taught you that, they aren't real Christians. Again, Craig Reed, fuck face Craig Reed. I remember the first two or three conversations we had on Fuckface Stephanie's channel, he straight up told me, Reed, you were part of a corrupted form of Christianity. He did every single time. Yeah, because I would tell him how, again, we definitely bash gays and everything else. He said you were part of a corrupted Christianity. The last conversation I had with him, was on me and Peter's channel. And I told Peter, the only way I'm going to agree to do this is if you take the reins off. I need to be able to knuckle Craig down. I never raised my voice. But no more bullshit. <clears throat> and he said that. And I said, dude, every conversation, you have told me that I was a part of a corrupted Christianity. Apparently you got it right. SJ got it right. I got it wrong. I want you to tell me how it is my former Christianity was corrupted. You know what Craig Reed said? He says, I don't know. And I said, then how the fuck can you say that? Again, it's just, it's that convenient, I think it's the no true Scotsman fallacy. Again, he literally told me that. I said, dude, you need to demonstrate. You've been saying I've been a part of the wrong Christianity for all the time I've talked to you. Now I want you to show me how. It's like, I can't. So how do you know mine is corrupted? I don't. Then why the fuck did you say it? Every Christian sounds like Craig Reed when they do shit like this. You get, again, it's like the whole Donald Trump thing, all his supporters. This is the world's longest sign-off game. I don't give a fuck. It's like, you can just like, Donald, did you see the news last night? Donald Trump took a shit. In the middle of the Oval Office. He sure did. You know what his supporters will say? No, he didn't. He's like, you know what? You don't believe me? Fine. You pull up the YouTube. Like, look, that is Donald Trump. His pants are down around his ankles. He's showing two forms of government fucking ID. There's a doctor with the Q-tip. He swabbed it. He tested it. He's like, that is fucking Donald fucking Trump. He's taking a shit. You know what his followers will say? He wasn't taking a shit. Same thing here. You can sit there and tell them. Leviticus straight up says, kill gay people. You know what they say? No, it doesn't. They do. It's like, no, no, no. Oh, I I know the verse, Robert. I know, I know, I know. Look, God couldn't come up with the word for pedophile. So instead of saying, when a man lies with a man, it, it should have said, when man lies with a child. Okay, so it was kind of a misinterpretation again. Yeah, it's like, so you mean to tell me your God is so fucking smart that he couldn't come up with the word pedophile? How many Christian campaigns are anti-LGBTQ because your God couldn't come up with the word pedophile? Don't let them off the hook, gang. Because it's never them. It's always that. Yeah, if you want to know what's wrong with the First Baptist Church of Houston, as the second Baptist church of fucking Houston. Christians, go fuck yourself. You make me sick. Gang, thanks to the world's greatest DJ. I'm looking at the clock.
And I'm pressing up on the 29-minute mark. You know the drill. Say it with me. The weasel is about to be drained. I'm about to freshen up the little motherfucking injuries. And I'll be back for part three. Get in truth. Let's go. Let's uh, get YouTube up and running for the big daddy. Blow up, shoot, camera mode. We got the three, the two, the one. YouTube, you are up and running. May the force be with you. Now, gang, this is the big daddy of the day, and I'm going to let this thing run. I just belt. Hashtag a professional. You guys hear that one? God damn, I'm a big. Texas parents reported for child abuse for loving their transgender teenager. Now, gang, this is from uh, the TYT network. They got good shit, so I want to give them some props and some credit. I'm just going to let this run for a little bit. You guys need to hear this bullshit. You guys ready? Roll the tape. Setting story uh, from Texas where uh, a trans teen was admitted to the hospital for an attempt of suicide. Now, once he was in the hospital, the hospital staff then reported him to Texas authorities when they learned that he was taking hormone therapy. Okay, this is uh, separate from the suicide, but they definitely reported that. Let's go to some details because this uh, happened a few months ago until this lawsuit came forward presented by the ACLU and Lambda Legal. So details. Antonio is a kind and empathetic young man who enjoys reading, drawing, and running. Before February of 22, he was a straight A student and a leader in student government. Antonio is also transgender. When he was born, his sex was designated as female, but he's a boy. That's what the lawsuit says. So in 2021, a a physician diagnosed him with gender dysphoria and determined it medically necessary for him to begin puberty blockers. So six months later, that's when his physician recommended that he be provided with additional medical care for this procedure. But then that's when Greg Abbott and Ken Paxton and the rest of the Republican leadership in Texas then passed uh, this legislation in Texas that lashed out against trans youth. So here that is. DFPS's new rule to investigate medically necessary gender-affirming care as child abuse following the issuance of Paxson's opinion and Abbott's letter has amended the Vole family's lives. On February 22nd, the same day as Abbott's letter, Antonio attempted to die by suicide by ingesting a bottle of aspirin. Antonio said that the political environment, including Abbott's letter and being misgendered at school, led him to these actions. So again, following that attempt, Antonio was admitted to that hospital, and that's when he was referred uh, to an outpatient psychiatric facility, and then he was transported to that facility on February 24th. While at that outpatient facility, the staff there learned that he had been prescribed hormone therapy for the treatment of gender dysphoria. That's when these things were all breaking down. They go to this next step, and they're like, oh my God, this is the worst thing ever in the world. So on March 11th, an investigator from CPS visited the family's home to interview Antonio and his mother, Mirabel. She assumed that the investigator was there for the suicide attempt, but the investigator told her that she was only there because Mirabelle was a, quote, 
an alleged perpetrator of child abuse as the parent of a transgender adolescent who had been reported for allegedly providing her son with treatment for gender dysphoria. So as of today, she's still under investigation uh, by the State's Department of Family and Protective Services for Child Abuse. Uh, again, your son just went through this whole thing, uh, attempting to kill himself. The police show up and say, hey, is he okay? Because what we're trying to find out is how we can arrest you and charge you with child abuse. Because Pause the tape. Gang, that's, that, that's two minutes and 37 seconds of fucked up to so again, quick recap. Antonio was assigned female at birth. After a diagnosis of gender dysphoria, the professional said, we, we need to go ahead and go forward with uh, gender affirming care. Y'all guys heard it. Straight A student, involved, good kid. And because of Greg Abbott and his fucked up ass witch hunt on trans kids, Antonio tried to uh, take Antonio's life. After being released, CPS showed up the parents' door to arrest the parents for helping their kid Live a happy, healthy life. Gang, I know parents. And again, and there was just last month, a friend of mine always goes to Maine for the summer. Get the fuck out of this heat. They have a, I'm pretty sure they haven't put a word on it. The kid hasn't put a word on it. But the kid was assigned male at birth. Kid feels better. Long hair, heels, look, makes the fucker happy, right? The kid's trans, fuck it. She doesn't know if they want to come back to Texas. Now, this is a good friend of mine. And unselfishly, you know what I said? Get the fuck out. Don't ever come back. I've seen her cry. I have seen her cry. Because she sends her kids to Texas schools knowing that teachers, school nurses, principals, they have to report gender-affirming care lest they lose their credentials and their job. I know several parents in that situation who have called the school. You you need to tell me what you're going to fucking do. I've got a gay kid. I've got a trans teenager. I saw the same report you did, that if you don't report my child, if you don't have me arrested, you lose your job. This kid was happy until Greg Abbott. This kid was so unhappy that this kid tried to take his life. Okay, that, that is so fucked up. Greg Abbott jerked off all over himself because he was able to push through the abortion ban. 
because he's pro-life. But his actions are anything but. Accepting blood-soaked checks from the NRA. The only reason why I keep saying Uvalde, because it was the latest one. I mean, fuck me, gang. I saw a goddamn thing on Twitter, and apparently it's real. I think it's Costco. They're starting to sell bulletproof backpacks. Now, gang, it's kind of like fucking Transformers up in this bitch. It looks like a backpack. It really does. No, not even fucking uh, Transformers. It's more like Beast Wars, right? Now we got a new character. Turtle knots, maximize. You pull the fucking thing open and it's got two parts. The kid puts it over. It's a hard shell in front. It's a hard shell in back. So the kid's vitals remain protected. That's what we're doing in Texas. The pro-life state. Because Greg Abbott, not only won't do anything about the gun issue, he's made it easier to get guns. He's made it easier to get guns. We had the Uvalde shooting, and he still spoke at the NRA convention. Do you have any idea how bad that was? According to him, it could have been worse. Yeah, yeah, this is also the fucker who said it could have been worse. That's the pro-life, Greg Abbott. What about the kids? What about the kids? What about the kids? What if the kid is trans? Fuck them. I've got a Bible that says they're evil. It's literally open season on trans people in the state of Texas. And trans kids have a governor that loves them so much, he's driving some of them to self-harm. Just let that sink in, gang. A parent who has the audacity to sign their kid up for doctor-recommended gender-affirming care. You are now being considered an abusive parent. But you know who's not an abusive parent? The kid who gets fucking an AR-15 for their 13th birthday from their mom and dad. Please go fuck yourself. You know who's not an abusive parent? The parent who sits their kid down and says, okay, Junior, now I know dad has said that you can do anything you want when you put your mind to it. That's your daddy's special little boy. And so on and so forth. But we're going to go ahead and open up uh, the, uh, the, the Bible here. And it says that you're a filthy sinner, son. And you are, uh, uh, you're reprobate. You're reprobate. Now, uh, what's this? Okay. What you need to do, son, is you need to get on God's knee, on your knees, and beg God not to torture you forever and ever because, hold on, because he loves you. Some way, somehow, that's not abusive. It's also not abusive to take them to your Southern Baptist churches. Uh, yeah, yeah. That have been molesting kids for generations. Taking your kids to a Baptist church. Taking your kids to a Catholic church. Apparently not abusive. You can get your kid's booty hole, bust it wide the fuck open. You can give them guns that they have no reasons to own. 
scary to shoot. That's that's not abusive. But when a doctor says your your child is transgender, yep, that's gender dysphoria. Dysphoria, if I've ever seen it, is what we're gonna do. The kid's gonna be okay. I told you this is Nazi Germany up in this bitch. We're not hiding Jews in our attic. We're hiding trans kids. Okay, that's just fucking disgusting. With everything going on in the world right now, everything going on in the state of Texas right now, and this is not an isolated incident. This is just fucking disgusting. Texans, are you ready to make a change? Are you ready to vote? Are you ready to get your neighbors involved? Strangers involved? Again, I, I, I can't even yell anymore because I have to come to the realization that there's a good chance this is exactly who Texas is. We're happy with a governor who terrorizes kids who aren't like his. I mean, if that, if that did not pull your heartstrings, then you don't have heartstrings. You're a fucking psychopath. Congratulations. Okay, Uncle Bobby's giving you, what did I have to give you? Three? Yeah, I gave you three motherfucking problems. So as a result, Uncle Bob's going to give you three motherfucking solutions. First one up is sports wars. It is a pleasure to tell you to shut the fuck up. It is my honor to tell you to shut the fuck up. And let's add a couple dashes of go fuck yourself. Okay, that was five minutes of white privileged entitlement. It was quite literally, how dare you... Not let me hurt you. Man. Man. That it's becoming just a little less acceptable to racially insult Native Americans. Man. Man. That now he's being called out. People who share his fucked up ass opinions, they're being called out. But again, it's how do you say I'm a racist without saying I'm a racist? He said Colin Kaepernick didn't pay any fucking penalties for his, his SJW woke lunatic mob mentality. Colin Kaepernick lost six years of earnings. Jack Del Rio went to the ATM to finish up his little fucking fine. Hundred grand is nothing for someone who's making seven figures every seven days. That was racism. That was hatred. That was American Christian nationalism right there. But again, he'll be the first one to fucking tell you, I can't be racist. I've got black friends. Right? So again, it is an honor. It is my pleasure to tell that asshole to shut the fuck up. Okay, next one up is Christianity. Just shut the fuck up. Again, rape, religion, Racism. And you don't know a rapist. You don't know a racist. And you don't know the one Christian who apparently got it wrong. That bullshit about straight pride, blah, 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 blah. I've already told you guys. You're asking the wrong question. Instead of saying, why don't I have? Start asking, what have I had to endure to get it? Straight people, we've been on top for a motherfucking minute. Right? We've never needed any legal protection, 
just to fucking live. But you know who needs it? That's why there's a fucking gay pride month, fuck faces. You spoil little fucking ninny. But again, don't, don't blame Christianity for this hate. Then who? When, when, when fucking, this is a victory for God. When, when Kim Davis's monkey ass came out to eye of the tiger, we have three presidential candidates. Huckabee, um, Carson, can't remember who the third one was, but they literally called her the Christian version of Rosa Parks. You guys remember what she's famous for? As a county clerk, she would not sign off on marriage licenses going to same-sex couples. I watched the interview. I, now, I actually remember watching that interview. She's straight up said, I'm not a homophobic person. I love everybody. I've got gay friends. She actually said she has gay friends. She said, we don't agree on this topic. But I've got gay friends and they respect me. You can go fuck yourself. Again, who else am I going to talk to? Who else am I going to point the fucking finger at? Right? Don't blame Christians for this kind of hate. Why not? It is. Their burden. Again, there is no hate quite like Christian love. Please go fuck yourself. Okay, next one up. Lastly but not leastly, Greg Abbott, the state of Texas. Shut the fuck up. Terrorizing kids. Oh, that makes you such a big man, doesn't it, Greg? Very Christian conservative of you, fuckface to not take in new information and change. Because if you did, you would know that trans people, they're just fine. They're not predators. Again, those are called Catholic priests. They need that hormone replacement therapy so that they can be good to go. And now you've made it a criminal act. We have not even seen the tip of the iceberg of the emotional damage that's going to come because of Greg Abbott's fucking hate, his Christian love. Vote him out. That's our only chance, Texans. We have to vote this emotional maggot into fucking irrelevancy. Otherwise, again, I'll see you next year, and the year after that, and the year after that. Gang, it would not shock me that if Greg Abbott gets elected again, that he's going to give the shove off and the finger to the Crown Act, right? And be like, oh, what? wait, wait, wait. Yeah, uh, niggers have protection? Uh, not in my state. And he'll probably be the first one to say, if you want to make a kid not walk the high school stage because of their dreads, you guys think I'm bullshit. He is that hate-filled. If you can sign off on legislation to make criminal act a parent caring for their trans kid, you're a fucking monster. You are full of hate. And Greg, I don't hope you lose to Beto. I hope you get fucking humiliated by Beto. I hope when they tally those fucking votes, 
Your own mother didn't fucking vote for you. You are a hate-filled sack of shit. You are a terrible fucking person. Dude, you got paid from a fucking accident. You are a rich man because of your accident. Then you turned your fucking horrible ass self around and you struck down the rules. So again, not only if someone suffers the same accident, it could be the exact same accident, exact same place, exact same tree, exact same set of circumstances, and they won't get a fucking dime because of you. Greg Abbott, you're not a bad governor. You are a bad person. I cannot wait for the day where I no longer have to say your name. Gang, the big guy's held you long enough. He's signing the fuck off. Get in truth. Let's go. Yeah.